November 2018, I sat in front of an interview panel competing for a job as an administrative assistant. It paid $14 an hour and required a degree. <laughs> With sweaty palms, a racing heart, and the knowledge that I was just one of many interviewing, I wondered, how could I stand out to be picked? After several interviews, I struggled to stand out from the herd, but I knew I knew I was a powerful asset to have and they just couldn't see it. I'm teachable, determined, and scrappy when I need to be, but I couldn't help them see that. One call to a friend changed everything when she said, why don't you work for clients online instead of in person? Something shifted in me and I started researching becoming a virtual assistant. I read articles, paid for courses to teach me how to launch and asked questions to others in the industry. And I learned this shit sounded stagnant. <laughs> Sure, they were virtual, but they were still embodying the corporate rigidity and mindset. And if I was gonna do this, I was gonna do it in an entirely different way. So I put on my blinders and launched a business without using any of the lessons, feedback, and guides I had in front of me. And within two weeks, I was fully built. Within one year, I was earning double the income I would've if I'd accepted a job offer from any of those interview panels. And then I started teaching others to do the same. Hi, I'm Lorelai Taylor. This podcast is where we candidly share our journeys. Mine as an initiator to an entirely different kind of virtual assistant business and Marcel's as an integrator who took my lessons and did it in her own way too. You get both of our perspectives in an unscripted, free-spirited, and joyful approach to launching, running, and up-leveling your own VA business. Let's go to the show. Hi guys, this morning we are chatting about all things finances and taxes. Yay! <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> all right, to set you guys up with a little bit of backstory, I've been an entrepreneur for, I mean, since 2010. I started as a photography business and then I went to some network marketing and then I settled in 2018 as a VA. So for like a long time, I've been doing, I've been doing this entrepreneur thing. And I've learned a lot along the way about what I've only learned what not to do, I feel like <laughs> when it comes to tracking expenses and income and all that. So let's take you back to 2010 when I'm a photographer in DC. Like I had a wait list. It was pretty cool. Like people really wanted my services and I enjoyed it quite a bit. And the photography industry is different than being a VA because your expenses are pretty high. You have a lot of equipment. You have a lot of like subscriptions to different services, such as like editing software and things like that. There's just a lot of expenses in being a photographer. Side note, if you ever get your photos done by someone and you're like $50, just know that person deserves to be well-paid because they've invested heavily in the equipment to get your pictures done. Anyway, I didn't know how to run a business. I went to my SBA and they helped me get set up legally. I got my EIN. I'm like, ha I am legal and I'm doing all the things. And it wasn't until tax season came that I realized I was not, was not doing all the things that I needed. And so I basically like locked myself in a room and for two weeks poured through every expense I had made all of my receipts for people who'd like paid me and all that. And I got it all figured out <laughs> into spreadsheets before marching my way to H&R Block. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nightmare. It was so bad that every month when I would be like, I should take care of, like, I should just 
update my spreadsheet of all the expenses and things like my nervous system was like, this is horrible. This is going to be really bad. And I couldn't get myself to do it. So year after year, I was stuck in this cycle of this like two week torture chamber (laughs) at tax season, figuring out my income and expenses. And so this is a cautionary tale. (laughs) Don't be like (laughs) Lorelai. And so since then I've found now I have a, a CFO who just does all the things and I answer a few questions a, a month based on expenses. She doesn't know what they are. It's not my thing The the money, like handling the money side, like, yes, I can do it for a family, but for some reason doing it for a business, I just don't feel energy behind it. So I've <laughs> passed it to someone else. So I, I, I'm starting you with this because Marcel's going to come in with some information. She's like, this is so easy. Like, it's like breathing for Marcel. It's like, <clears throat> I woke up and I brushed my teeth. Like, what's the big deal? Like, why do we, why do we need to talk on this? And I'm like, oh no, it's a big deal. Trust and believe. (laughs) So if you are similar to me and the money stuff feels big, I'm going to suggest that there are two routes. There's one, you can listen to Marcel and she's going to tell you how it's so easy. It's like brushing your teeth (laughs) or you can hire someone to handle it. Like I have done. I kind of wish I had you to like, tell me how to do this before I hired a CFO, but here we are. (laughs) You're funny. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I guess I just, I I think I just dumb it down so much that it doesn't feel like I have anything to say. <laughs> but I guess I'll take your lead. Well, but, to give a little bit of backstory, you started working in a bank before being a VA. Like you were, you worked in the bank system, right? Yeah, I did. But I mean, Gosh, if you saw how many tellers, I don't think that is a criteria. Really? Here, I was like, no numbers. I think it's helpful because you can understand a little bit more of how the the backside of a bank operates and, and how the accounts run. But I don't think it's helpful as far as just being diligent about taking care of your finances monthly. I think that is just a muscle you work on, you mm. you build. So that's where I guess that's why I probably think it's just nothing because I've just done it for so long. And it's honestly wicked easy. It's not it doesn't need <laughs> to be complicated. It is simple add and subtract or multiply, depending on what you're doing, like, or divide. It's, there's nothing, it's not trigonometry. It's not calculus. Square roots. No, no. (laughs) I don't do fractions either. Okay. Like I'm a basic math chick. I hate fractions. (laughs) Anyways. So I think with I think one of the reasons why we're talking about it right now is just because I know like the new year is coming, everybody's going to be hyper-focused on their taxes and getting it all done. And there's going to be tons of overwhelm while you're being pushed in 80 million different directions to one, get through the holidays and then two, push for all your health and lose weight. And, and also and- make sure you track your numbers too. It's like, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Do all the things. <laughs> So I think when, if you're setting goals for health, like exercising, losing weight, anything like that, I think a huge component in it is the mindset. 
So one of the areas that the mind is going to struggle with right now would be the the numbers, the taxes and and all of that. So if you haven't for this current year, maybe next year, so this time next year you can have a really great mindset and so I want to just encourage you to include the numbers as part of your health goal reset if that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That would have been year. really helpful for me when I was doing that two week health I think I think if I had given my nervous system a chance to see that it's not that hard and that it's not that overwhelming by having little bite-sized pieces each month I think this would have been a lot better so (laughs) I don't think it needs to be as hard as I've made it or maybe some of our listeners have made it yeah yeah I agree I think so I'll just say what I do I do this with my personal and my business. I get excited when my bank statement email comes in saying it's ready. Like, I know that's weird. I'm not like jumping up and down excited, but I do get, oh, yay. Okay, good. I can balance that. I can do my little check marks on my register. And yes, I said register. I still keep a register. I log every transaction I do. I am (laughs) so so impressed. (laughs) No, I think I'm just old. I'm just old. I do not do the things. <laughs> I like go in the bank every once in a while. I'll be like, does any of this look like it wasn't us? No, moving on. <laughs> no, I don't. I could stop tracking my transactions, but I just, I don't know. I think it's good to know where I'm at. It's good to know that every penny has a name assigned to it and I get to be the one to put that everywhere like <laughs> so um anyways I I have a register that's really what it boils down to for my personal not my business my business I do it all on a spreadsheet and google like that's it's nice and I will say I did cheat I used somebody's spreadsheet who had it set up beautifully for me so that it'll on the back end calculate a lot of things and and put like I just have to tell it what category to go in and then it does a lot of the work on the back end so I do cheat full disclosure I do have a great that's cheating you just had you had your you had the skeleton that you go in every month and like fill out what's necessary I don't think that's cheating (laughs) I'm taking advantage of a tool, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would encourage you guys to too. So mm-hmm. um either purchase a great tracking, like spreadsheet tracker for expenses. I think that's probably a really good investment. Or like I paid somebody that specifically made me a virtual assistant one. So it was very specific to my own business. So I would recommend that because that made this way easier too. It just kept it really simple. So let's see. I don't know, just at the beginning of every month, as soon as I see that statement come through, I know that I need to focus on that. So what I do is I just print it. I type everything in. I save all of my receipts. If they're electronic, I have a spot in my email that says business receipts and everything goes over there so that when my month ends and I'm ready to balance it, I have all my digital receipts 
and I can just go in and print them. I print every single receipt. And if I have a paper receipt, I make a copy of it and I staple the original to it because then it doesn't fade over time because the original receipt, we all know, fades over time and you can't tell what number it is that you're needing to track or write down or anything. So make a copy of it and then I write down what it was for and the date that it was for, the amount, even though it's all on the receipt, I'm just a weirdo, either that or I'll circle, like I'll circle the date and I'll circle the amount and then I'll write the in the like on the side why I bought that. And if I'm doing it monthly, it's so easy. It takes no time at all to sit down and just print everything, log everything and move on. So how much time do you think that takes? Like what's an estimate? Depending on my month, because as a virtual assistant, we don't really have a whole lot. (laughs) Right. There's not many expenses in this business. No. So honestly, like on a heavy, I have most of my annual uh, subscriptions come out around the same time. So that particular month or two months of those, gosh, I'm sitting there for like a half hour, maybe. Wow. You're so fast. So, but it's because it's so simple. So if everything's in one spot, and throughout the month, as soon as an email comes th- through that I know is a receipt, I just move, move. I don't even open it. It's like unread mail. So it's all black. It's unread. And I know, oh, I can start right there because that was last month. This is this month. And I can you know, easily see where I'm at and, and print my emails. And then what else? Or print my receipts, I should say. And then, so yeah, I would say maybe a half hour on my heaviest months and then everything else is like huh nothing <laughs> I mean <laughs> maybe it's 45 minutes I don't know I've never actually tracked how long it takes me to do those yeah. I hope I'm not lying <laughs> no it's just helpful because to me I'm like that sounds like a whole day you have to set aside and you're like no silly no no definitely not a whole day maybe let's just say generously an hour maybe an hour out of your day would you need to actually set aside to devote Mm -hmm. to doing this if you're keeping up on it monthly now if you're doing quarterly okay you're gonna sit there for a few hours and you're gonna fill everything in and that's not fun Mm -hmm. so I recommend just be diligent, sit down, do it monthly. And while you're doing that, like write down your goals for that month Mm. for your finances, write down what you know is going to be coming out for that month coming. So you can kind of do all your back last month stuff and then plan for the next month too. If you're, if you're more of a monthly goal setter. Yeah. Oh, I print all of my PayPal transactions because I use PayPal, all those statements every month. I mean, you really got to go in and print I print everything because that way I had this, somebody somewhere said, I don't remember who it was either, but they said, print everything because if you're ever audited by the IRS, they don't like paper. So Mm -hmm. even though I keep my digital file, if I ever get audited by the IRS, the only papers they will get is my stacks of physical receipts. And they don't want to sort through it. Yeah. No. I heard the same thing from my CFO. She said that they don't like if you hand them all your folders, like a folder for every month and it has all the papers in it They're they hold it in their hands and they're like, oh, they've got this together. And then they just loosely audit to just like go through and check a few things. 
Whereas if you're like, I don't even know where to get this. They're like, oh, this one has not been keeping up on it. Like this is a bigger audit. And it's just yeah. like in how you present it. So I feel like you have a really good defense built right in. <laughs> <laughs> so I I try, I keep those organized based off the month and then I file them all together for the year with that year's taxes. So everything is easily accessible in a tote that I have that I keep. And cool. So tax season isn't that complicated for you. You you already have your numbers. I have everything. And and at any point throughout the year, I can always go into that spreadsheet and see what my income was where I'm at with expenses versus income and and all of that. Like it's very easy and very nice just to go, oh, well, let me see where I'm at now, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So come tax time for me, I don't lose any sleep. Yeah, Like it's really nice. I do have a CPA that I pay to take care of all the taxes. So all I do is I send them a shared link to my spreadsheet and then they get to do everything. They they see absolutely everything that I have and mm-hmm. done. And then they can just easily pull what they need to, ask me questions. So that's what I recommend. Keep it super simple, but but do it monthly. Yeah. You'll thank yourself come this time of the year. Nice. Yeah. That sounds way easier than how I was making it with my hell weeks. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't need to be hard because even with just your personal, it's literally just adding and subtracting. Mm-hmm. And it and I do it every single month, so I don't have to worry about it. And yeah, makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to stress about it, you know? Yeah. Just don't I don't ever have to worry. Care. Yeah. I even I mean, business aside, even just personal finances is such a stressor for so many people. And to be able to be like, nope, I know where I'm at. It might not be great. I might not be in the best position financially, but I know where I'm at. And mm-hmm. and when you can acknowledge where you're at, you can change it if need yeah. be. You can grow. So I think finances are too big of a thing to ignore. Especially when it's the leading cause of divorce. Yeah. And yeah. and other worse behavioral traumas. <laughs> you know, right? like it is something that that weighs on people because our, our nervous systems read it as like this is how I survive. And that number sometimes can mean something. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if like sometimes we avoid looking at the numbers because it's like getting going face to face with what looks like danger. And so yeah. I like what you said, because it's like, if you know it, you can change it. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then also yeah. on the flip side, when we're making loads of money, it's so easy for it to just like fall through the hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? For that money well, to yeah. slip through the cracks if you're not watching it and if you're not seeing where it's going to. Well, I was just talking to my niece. She's young 20s. She's 23. And I, we were talking about money and, and how we, she was saying like, oh, I just, you know, I need to make more money. And there was a lot more to this conversation, but it boiled down to, I just need to make more money. I, I said, the problem is not necessarily 
the amount of money you have coming in. It's, mm-hmm. it's that you don't know how to have the money work for you. So if I'm using a lot of words that I know came from Dave Ramsey. So if you've ever heard Dave Ramsey, <laughs> you're like, oh, she's a Dave Ramsey chick. Yes, I have adopted a lot of Dave Ramsey's philosophies into our finances, which has been amazing. I'm not saying everything, but a lot of what he does, we implement. Um, but if you're not being disciplined and and knowing how to manage your money, your money ends up managing you. So it doesn't really matter necessarily the amount that's coming in, because if you can't save a dollar out of $10, then you're not going to save $100 out of a thousand. It just the the practice of that needs to be happening regardless Mm -hmm. of the income coming in. And so I think it's it's just important to make sure that we are building that muscle to making our family life, our business life, everything just a little bit easier and taking some pressure off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any, anywhere we can take pressure off of a family. For sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your brain with us. I think it's I think it's so fascinating how easy it is for you. And that's why you're the perfect person to talk about it. I remember I'm like, why don't you share this? And you're like, what do I even say? It's so easy. I'm like, that's, that's why you're the one to say it. (laughs) I still don't feel like I said much. (laughs) You said plenty. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So I guess the takeaways are be diligent about reviewing your finances and, and inputting what you need to every single month. Just take that half hour to an hour to do that. Get a good spreadsheet that helps you organize your finances for you so that you can just input it. And and print your receipts. (laughs) Have a paper trail. (laughs) Excellent. There you go. (laughs) I've heard some people refer to it as like a, a money date where they take their, their money on a date and they just like mm-hmm. do a check-in, like, how are you doing? How's it been? <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> Would you like a glass of wine? I mean, <laughs> wait, is that a, a business a expensive idea. fear of drinking a glass of wine while running yes. your numbers? I was yes, stating my money. I, I bet the IRS <laughs> would be like, <laughs> It doesn't count. <laughs> I, I booked this Airbnb for my money date <laughs> right off. It probably would count. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way. Listen, oh if art can be a tax write-off, I think an Airbnb can too. <laughs> Just saying. Disclaimer to ask your accountant because <laughs> we are not accountants. No, we are not. We, we are not no licensed. authority. It's good. <laughs> All right. We hope you enjoyed the super serious money conversation. <laughs> and we hope that you have the best of luck with any New Year's resolutions if you're setting them. And we hope that your finances are part of it. Yeah. If you have any questions, DM us at your VA lab or in, interact with us there. And we'd love to chat with you. See you guys later. Bye, guys.
Make sure you follow the show to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you're ready to learn more about launching your own virtual assistant business, check the show notes for info on how you can launch quickly and easily with your VA lab. We're so glad you're here.